Welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Jason Demland, and I am joined as always and in the future by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Caleb Frankert. Jason, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? Not without alcohol. Well, all right, let's mix it up. Hey, friend. Hey, Caleb. I am glad to talk to you today as well as almost every other day of our lives when I get to see you. Yeah. I'm especially appreciative of being able to see you. Yeah, I've been appreciating our friendship more than ever lately. This episode might be a little bit different. I think it's going to be a little bit different in a lot of regards, but one thing that uh, I didn't even want to do this today, to be quite honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I love doing a podcast. I like the escape that it gives us. You know, it's good for us in a lot of ways. It's fun. We learn preparing for these episodes, but quite frankly, I haven't had had the desire to have a whole lot of fun lately. We have a good good friend of the show, a good friend outside of the show who's been our friend for a really, really long time, a speakeasy member, so a fellow listener who's not doing well right now, and he's in our thoughts and uh, our prayers. And if you're listening and you're the praying type, we ask that you would please pray for him as well. So... Our, our good friend Matt is battling hard, battling COVID complications, and it's it's not going super well. No. So that's weighing heavy on our hearts. So this, this episode uh, might have a little bit different feel. It is a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Um, we do have a lot to be thankful for, so mm-hmm. we're going to try to touch on those things as well. And uh, it might kind of turn into one of those uh, recapper, I would say greatest hits episode, <laughs> but we don't have a lot of hits. Uh, we just might touch on a lot of the different topics that we've talked about before, Jason. Yeah, we'll we'll try to make it financy, but it is hard. And I know uh, you and I both have dealt with grief in different forms. And I know all of our listeners can relate to going through hard times, trials. Maybe it's apt to talk about being grateful in the midst of that kind of stuff. But I would implore you out there right now to to take a moment, pray for Matt, pray for Big Timmy, as we have called him mm-hmm. for many years, uh, while he he fights this illness and is in the hospital, and, and pray for his family and all of that too. Uh, it is really a large distraction um, for us, and we're going to do this episode anyway. Just know that we're we're thinking about him. Yeah, you know what? When you're better, Matt, and you're listening to this episode, because that's what we are hoping for and praying for. Just know that we dedicated a whole episode of our podcast to you. Yes. <laughs> this very Thanks- prestigious Thanksgiving episode. So nonetheless, so yeah. it's yeah. a big one. Yep. Well, uh, we're, we, we try to do a Thanksgiving-ish <clears throat> drink yeah. for today's episode. This is probably airing on the day when people get together with their <laughs> friends. They get well traveled home and they're... Making contact with with friends and family the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah, with the sole purpose of of drinking, uh, essentially. It's become, I think it's the biggest drinking, quote unquote, holiday. Yeah. Um, We would invite you to imbibe responsibly. Yes. Um, (laughs) Don't drink until you can't feel feelings anymore. Uh, We want you to still feel those feelings. So today, we're drinking an Apple Jack Sour, Jason, a very festive drink, if you will. I'm just going to get right into the ingredients, and then we can talk about it a Please bit. Please do. You know, a lot of these drinks we talk about have a, a great history and controversy. 
this is a, a newfangled drink, so there's none of that really to go along with it. But it fits the season. Uh, maybe uh, if you're getting together with friends and family the day before Thanksgiving and you take a peek in the old liquor cabinet and you've got <laughs> the ingredients, mix one of these up and, and join us while we enjoy a drink and talk finance. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're drinking consists of two ounces of Applejack, preferably Laird's. We have used this one time before. Was oh, that? yeah, the Jack Rose. Jack That's Rose, yep, that was way back. Yeah, that was a long time ago. This, this Applejack has awesome alternate names, too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. So if you want controversy, folks, uh, Applejack has controversy. Oh, yeah. Um, but not this drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, two ounces of Applejack, preferably Laird's, three quarters of an ounce of fresh lemon juice, one half ounce of fresh orange juice, a half ounce of pure maple syrup, Two dashes Angostura bitters, and you're going to garnish that with a little bit of nutmeg. A little nutmeg. So uh, you can build this in a rocks glass. The recipe that I have here says to make it in a shaker, and I didn't pay attention to any of the instructions, <laughs> and I did it in a mixing glass, and I think it still turned out decent. So that all being said... <laughs> <laughs> We're getting cocky with these drinks. So yes, all being said, Caleb... <laughs> Uh, we we feel like uh, we can take some liberties and use a a mixing glass and stirring drinks and pouring them into cocktail glasses instead of rocks glasses if we want to. Yeah, and we did it because it's our re- podcast. It's rebellious, just like the spirit of Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, <laughs> great. That that was a tie that I did not put together until now. <laughs> yeah. So Jason, you know, I, and I have to admit, I backed down the lemon juice just a little bit for I, you, friend. I thank you because <laughs> my first taste of this. It's like having a spiked apple cider in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Applejack isn't a real apple-y drink. It's not overpowering. No. It's, a, it's that white lightning. It's, it's got some power. I think it's probably just the nutmeg that makes me think of all the spices. Like, have you, have you ever had spiced, like, mold cider? Yeah. Throwing some nutmeg in there. Like, it's orange juice, but I can't tell. That there's orange juice. Yeah, there's in there. a little bit of orange juice in there. I, I just think the the apple that you get in there with the nutmeg, that's what's giving it the the fall flare. I it's think very well. Maple syrup is very. Oh fall yeah, yeah. Too. The maple there, syrup maple in there syrup yep, too. Okay. So you've got that taste of tree, a taste of apple, yeah. a taste of brandy, that orange juice. I yeah. I don't you got to try it, folks. It doesn't it doesn't taste at all like it sounds like it would taste. Nope. I was uh, worried about this one. I, me too. And you know, even if you put a little more lemon juice in, from how this tastes. It might not be awful, but I'm glad you backed it down because anytime we've made a sour, yeah. it's just overpoweringly lemony yeah. or for a, me. Or any kind of sidecar or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. To be real honest with you, I was fully ready to throw this out the window and grab a bottle off the shelf there of just some good old-fashioned bourbon because I'm thankful for bourbon, but this is enjoyable. I like it. And, and yeah. you know what? I'd say chances are, even for someone who's not a big mixed drink fan or, or a big liquor fan in general... I think most people would enjoy this. And it's not overly sweet or, yeah. you know, some people stay away from mixed drinks that are, are real fruit forward. Like an or, apple teeny? Yeah, it's, it's definitely. That's for, that's for Big Timmy because he'll quote that. I'd like an apple teeny. <laughs> Easy on the teeny. Easy on the teeny. <laughs> I, I think that, well, okay, you could totally drink this drink and keep your man card. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's still masculine. Yeah. This is a butch drink. You could <laughs> chop down some trees while you're throwing back some of these. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I like it. It's it's good. I mean, I feel like garnishing this with a maple leaf or something, it's very festive. It goes along well with Thanksgiving. And, you know, I could see with the orange juice in there, drinking this Thanksgiving morning maybe as an 
aperitif. Yeah, right? yeah. Especially if you had a rough uh, night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hair <laughs> yeah, of the dog. Get yourself warmed up for the Thanksgiving festivities with this drink. It's awesome. Grab yourself a bottle of Applejack if you don't have one. It's a it's a good staple to have in your liquor cabinet, even though it's not used all the time. The drinks that we've had with it have been yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm a so. fan of it. Oh, you know, a good substitute, I I think, from our experience, by the way, would be an apple brandy, probably. Yeah, yeah Applejack, uh, the Laird's Applejack, I think, is a combination of apple brandy and other spirits, Something other else. grain spirits. Yeah. It's just mixed down. So if you get an apple brandy, it's going to be a lot more apple Yes. And you could probably split that with some... I don't know. I, I don't want to give it... I don't know I what I I feel like do. you could throw a, a rye in there and be yeah, okay. Pro- probably. I... I but splitting rye and brandy is not uncommon. So well, no, and actually, so rye is like a New Englandy mm-hmm. kind of drink, and Definitely. Applejack is is from out over that way, right? Yeah, Maryland is the land of rye. Yeah, right? yeah, I think so. So I think that would probably be an okay substitute. Would totally yeah, be acceptable. Cheap. Yeah, I think if you're listening to this on the day before Thanksgiving, that's the earliest you're going to listen to it, and you don't want to go to the liquor store to pick up a bottle of Applejack because, let's be honest, that's one of the busiest days of the year for a liquor store, and maybe you just want to avoid that. But yeah, if you got some apple brandy in the uh, cabinet, maybe uh, maybe opt for the apple brandy. Yeah, but but if you have Applejack, it's I, the way to go. I assume it's a lot better. I, I recommend this drink. I'm a fan of it. I think that I would drink it again. Me too. All, all fall, right? <laughs> all fall, fall, fall. All right, so that's the drink, folks. Hope you enjoy it. We did, but if you don't, grab the nearest bottle of brown water. <laughs> <laughs> have some brandy. Have some bourbon. Have some brandy. You'll Warm up nice. some brandy. Yeah, and feel thankful. <laughs> uh, hey, great transition, Caleb. <laughs> let's let's move into gratitude and yeah. uh, our finance topic of the day. Jason, what are you grateful for today? <laughs> it's hard, man. I'm <laughs> I'm grateful for good friends. People that you can talk to and let your guard down with and be honest with without them being disgusted by you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got that with you, Caleb. Yeah. I know I have, we have that with Big Timmy. Yep. I'm, I'm extra thankful for that right now while, uh, while we're, we're a man down. Yeah, me too. You know, sometimes the worst times are what make you the most thankful as backwards as that feels. Because quite frankly, you wake up and you don't want to be thankful. You just want to be mad and yeah. kind of, you know, be upset about your situation. Not that our situation is the one that we're worried about right now, but uh, it's easy to feel sorry for yourself. The weather's changing around here. It's getting cold and dreary. Depression is a thing, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's um, yeah. it's that time of year where it's easy to fall into that trap. So lucky for us, we do have this holiday coming up to make us think about things a little bit and be grateful thankful for those things that we enjoy that maybe we don't reflect on very often. So I agree. Thankful for friendship. I'm thankful for the platform, you know, to have this opportunity. You know, the the place that we work allows us to do this. It, it is normally a lot of fun, and I think we can have fun here today still. But I'm thankful for our listeners and this platform yeah. and the ability yeah, to talk one. about finance. <laughs> this would be pretty pointless if none of you out there were listening. Mm-hmm. So I know we appreciate our listeners, our people that are participating in the speakeasy, people that seem to find us entertaining and enlightening a little bit. It's been really encouraging to see people uh, engaged in the show and asking questions mm-hmm. and listening and digging nuggets out of the the stuff we say, even with our 
ridiculous shenanigans <laughs> a lot of the time. I'm really grateful for that. I think that helps me to keep doing stuff, doing what I do. Yeah. You know, in a in a job like this, here's something else I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for having a calling or a vocation mm-hmm. that does impact people's lives. Absolutely. I know a lot of us, I've had a lot of jobs over my life. And and if you're out there listening, I'm sure you've had a lot of different a lot of different jobs. And sometimes they don't seem like they mean anything at all. Yeah. In the job that I have now, Thank God I've gotten into something that is actually helping yeah. people do something. I know with finance, it's hard because we're we're in such a rich country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are so affluent. Uh, most people are that it's like a it's it's a luxury job. Like I help people manage their abundance of wealth yeah. or, or steward it really, really well. And I know like you, Caleb, I get most of my joy out of helping people that want to give back or want to want to pass money on or they want to they want to help out whether that's you know helping their church or helping charities and that sort of thing i'm glad i get to see that i get to help people through stressful points in their life like big life changes like maybe a death in the family or there's an inheritance or they're retiring like they're they're gonna stop doing their calling for their whole life and they're switching gears and they're trying to figure out what that actually looks like and what they're moving into Uh, i'm really thankful that i can help make a difference in my job as well as in in my life too yeah. Um, with just the relationships that have been given. But it is nice to wake up every morning and know that we are making a difference. You know, that we've all had jobs where you wake up and you go, why am I doing this? Why am I spending so much time doing something that really doesn't, in your mind, make a difference or help anybody? So, yeah, finding purpose in what we do, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for our clients. Let's not forget, <laughs> uh, without clients, there would be, well... We wouldn't have a place to work. We wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't have listeners. We wouldn't have all these things that we talked about. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and you know, like, like you said before, when you think about how wealthy we are as a country, you know, if you look globally, you know, our country in general has abundant wealth compared to the rest of the world. And if you look historically, too, probably the most wealth that's ever been, you know, right now in this country, globally, historically speaking. So, yeah, the the fact that we have an opportunity to do this job uh, is really rewarding. So I'm thankful for that too. Yeah, it's interesting perspective to look at our uh, our current situation in a historical lens as far as wealth goes. Not only are we, are we the wealthiest country mm-hmm. on the planet now, but like ever. you said, ever. Like you think King David in Israel or well Judah and and and, and <laughs> being the king of a very prosperous country at the time. He did not have an air conditioner. No. <laughs> Solomon. They, he didn't have indoor plumbing. Right. Uh, so He did have somebody to take that away. Though. I'm, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the pharaohs of Egypt, mm-hmm. no penicillin. None. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if they were spaying and neutering all those cats. <laughs> Man, I don't know. No Bob Barker to <laughs> encourage us to spay and neuter our cats. No, I definitely think, no Price is Right. <laughs> I think we can be grateful for that. I mean, we, we have trials and all of that, and, and it's pain. We can be grateful that we've got it better than almost anyone throughout any period of history yeah. ever. So not to trivialize what we do, because we spend a lot of time talking about what we do. But you know, when I alluded to a greatest hits earlier, or going yeah. back to you know some of the highlights that we've had so far in this podcast, some of the things that we you know really have enjoyed talking about, things that we're thankful for that we can utilize for our clients to make their situation better. The fact that we can even talk about this stuff and do any of this stuff is kind of ridiculous if you look at the globe historically yeah. speaking. You know, the fact that we can talk about 
Roth IRAs and Roth conversions. And we can talk about health savings accounts and all these ways to maximize tax-free or tax-deferred savings and things like that. It's, it's kind of ridiculous, you know, if you think about it. A lot of generations were just worried about making it to age 30, you know? Yeah, or, or yeah, just <laughs> you can survive childbirth. You were, yeah, right. you, were, you were doing good. If you are listening to this podcast... There's a ton of things to be grateful for. And if you're listening, you are. Yeah. (laughs) If you're listening (laughs) to this podcast, (laughs) I can tell that you're listening. (laughs) If you just heard that, you are listening to this podcast. Yes, that's how I screened you. And then, uh, like, you've got a podcast player. You've got access to the internet. Also, another thing that Solomon didn't have. Oh, man. And (laughs) I'm grateful for the internet, Well, before Al Gore, none of us did. I mean, the internet's got a whole bunch of uh, of problems. There's a lot of bad stuff about the internet. But... Holy cow, it's awesome. <laughs> Do you remember the Chappelle show? Of course I remember the Chappelle show. <laughs> He's not real popular right now with some folks, but I remember watching the Chappelle show and he had an episode and the, the skit was, if the internet was a place. <laughs> and it was like walking that. into a mall and uh, it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, uh, that's what happened. Basically, he was like, if the internet was a place, you wouldn't go there. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of dangers you got to watch out for. But it's made some things a lot easier, like listening to this show. And if you're worried about Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs, be grateful. You're in a good spot. That's awesome. And it's good to want to take care of stuff. But man, be grateful that you're placed where you are. Our job is a privilege. And we don't take that lightly. You know, some days we probably do. Oh, absolutely we do. We take it for granted all the time. We take our lives for granted. Life is fragile. Mm -hmm. And... uh, we should be we should be thankful and and look at life, what you're doing for a living, why you're doing it, and putting that through the lens of what ultimately matters, and and then acting accordingly. And not all of us do. None of us do that perfectly. We all we all fail. Well, I'm, we're not trying to make this a sappy episode, and I'm it's also too late. Tr- it already is. Both <laughs> of us are trying not to cry. Well, so I'm, we're it's good. true. I can see tears in your eyes when you're talking, and uh, I don't know. You probably see them in mind too. If not, you're not looking hard enough. But, you know, another thing to bring up, you talk about the purpose that we have. And we just got really bad news today about a former colleague mm-hmm. in this job who was great at his job. I thought, you know, really uh, kind of had a lot of the same things that we have. And uh, by the grace of God, you know, we see it. And I don't know that he did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he took his own life. You know, we think about his family, his wife and kids. If you're in the position we're in, we have a lot to be grateful for, and it's it's really unfortunate. But again, not to make this too depressing of an episode, I hope that you feel thankful and grateful when you're listening to this. Uh, if not, I guess just shut us off. <laughs> we appreciate the download. But but yeah, I mean, that's a, a situation there where you go, you know, it wasn't enough, apparently. This isn't enough, right? No, it's but, not a, it's not the... It's not the beginning and the end. Like this is this is all to serve a purpose, a, a greater purpose. And if you don't have that, uh, you should you should be looking. Yeah. And obviously, we we think that we we have the answer uh, in our faith, but that doesn't shield us from adversity and no. and problems too, and having to bring ourselves back into line with what the truth is and what we're actually grateful for. It's just it's really important to put things into perspective, and and a lot of times it's. You know, it leads to hopelessness and despair if you don't have the right anchor. Right. You know, the other thing, I guess, maybe another direction I want to go with this episode is we have just talked about what 
what our careers are dedicated to and the fact that we feel really grateful that we can do this. But we also hope if you're listening and you're trying to get on track with finances and things like that, I know a lot of our listeners also probably listen to Dave Ramsey and, you know, different finance moguls and things like that. But, you know, I I think uh, in light of some things that have happened here, we, you know, we've dealt with a lot of clients passing away and things like that recently too, which is unfortunately part of the business. That's one of the really hard parts of the business. And we see in times like that, that our job is very vital and important, but also you, you also have to see that your net worth is not everything. Mm-hmm. Having your finances uh, completely in order is not everything. You know, that, that's kind of one of the other things I wanted to take away from this is don't despair through all the baby steps and, at, at, you know, arrived at the place where you want to be. Financially speaking, there is more to life than this. And that's kind of a, a balance that you and I have to find at work too, right? I mean, we know that yeah. it's our job, it's our livelihood, but we also know it's not the most important thing in the world either. So, right, um, and we're we're competitive people, mm-hmm. um, but it's not all about the scoreboard at work and what you're what you're accomplishing. It's not who has the biggest house. It's not who has the biggest bank account. If you're finding your comfort in your net worth, you're mm-hmm. going to be sorely disappointed. You reminded me of uh, this is dumb because it actually doesn't fit uh, really align one hundred percent. I'm just glad faith. you're talking, so <laughs> I'm not rambling right now. <laughs> but uh, you made me you made me remember uh, one of my favorite movies. It's a Wonderful Life. I love it, which has horrible theology. It's really <laughs> bad. So don't learn about don't learn about God from It's a Wonderful Life. But uh, when Clarence writes in that book to George Bailey, a mm-hmm. little note that says, "No man is a failure who has friends." Yeah, it really helps put things into perspective because he's going broke. Um, we've actually referenced that at this at this work before i know yeah. jason bernal has said like that's we're, we're we do the e-myth and we're trying to figure out what the uh the meaning of all the stuff we're doing is. george was growing going broke and and had to really going to jail at that yeah point he was too, gonna right? go to jail <laughs> you know what this means <laughs> they're gonna lock someone up and it's not gonna be me <laughs> anyway uh so it reminded me of that there are a lot more important things obviously we think our faith is um that's why we're, we're getting to gratitude the heidelberg catechism actually can be divided into three parts like first you learn about your guilt and how horrible you are and then grace from god through jesus christ redeeming you and then living a life of gratitude in response to that Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really where we're getting our motivation from and and it helps to put things into perspective of what's the most important thing and it's not your network it's not doing the exact right thing with money all of the time it is relationships Mm -hmm. it is loving people and, you know, it's like condemning of me. I, I think of last night, I was putting my kids to bed with my wife and just took some time out to play Duck, Duck, Goose. My kids <laughs> are all pretty young. So it's like eight and down, uh, all, all five of them. And uh, of course, the two-year-old is like hilarious playing Duck, Duck, Goose because he has no <laughs> idea. He has no idea what we're doing. He just does duck for infinity. <laughs> and it's adorable, but it takes forever. And uh, uh, like that is 15 minutes of my day. And most of the time, I'm like, I got to get the dishes done. Yeah. I got to get That's the all the hardest stuff 15 up. minutes to find. But if I just if I just do it, I never regret that. Yeah. Never, ever. If I, uh, uh, of course, now, uh, this is the Big Timmy episode and gratitude. How many times have we been busy with stuff? Yep. And instead of just, you know, sitting with a friend and talking. Yeah. Um, I regret not doing that more. Nobody on their deathbed is like, I wish I worked more. We've heard that trope all the time. Uh I wish I would have worked some more. I wish I would have made another Mm $100. Nobody cares about that when, when it's, when their soul is required of them. Uh, So we gotta, we gotta live that way every day. There's the old thing is Dante or it's some, it's just a Latin phrase, memento mori. 
remember that you will die. Is that from Inferno or think, a I, Divine Comedy? Not I just think Inferno, it's divine, I guess. I think it's Divine Comedy. I think that, yeah. you know what? Maybe it's not. It could be I Virgil. I don't know. You, you know what? Just say it confidently and I'm going to say, yep. Yeah. You know, back in the, I'm not a literary scholar. I can't even fake it, Caleb. <laughs> but I know of people who are, so. Well, you know what? I know that we take it for granted. I get to go to work with my best friend every day. That's awesome. Yeah, Jamie's pretty cool. <laughs> She's great, isn't she? <laughs> Just kidding, it's me. <laughs> oh, and another thing. I remember what I did with the money. It's <laughs> <laughs> me. It's me, George. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you, you brought up a good point. Spending time with your kids, uh, your friends. Um, I, I felt bad this weekend. Um I we we told the kids because it was kind of gross outside. Well, let's get a board board game out and play. And um, my son is a really big fan of the board game Tack. Yes, um, Tack. So tell is, me more. This is the Big Timmy episode. So this is from one of our favorite. Com- you know, we all like this. It's we com- combined favorite probably book series. <laughs> I think uh, I like it enough for all of us to make it our. Combined uh, I favorite. love it. It's uh, <laughs> so the name of the wind is uh, is the first book. It's the uh, Kingkiller Chronicles. The Kingkiller Chronicle by. Patrick Rothfuss. Yeah, in the second book, there's a game that's referenced. Well, Pat is very, he's very detailed. And so this game that they're playing, you can buy it now and play it with your kids. And it's a fun game. And it's really, it's great whenever your son beats you once in a while. And you're (laughs) looking at the board going, what is going on in your brain? Like, how did you, you know, it's amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. pretty smart. So Friday and Saturday, Saturday we played, and I promised him I would play Sunday. And when he asked me Sunday, I said, "Buddy, I'm really tired. You know, I owe that boy a game of tack because I'll never regret taking the 15 minutes out of the day for my eight-year-old son to beat me at a mind game." You should stop recording this podcast and go play with him. It's more important. <laughs> well, we'll be done droning on soon. Uh, most of our listeners have probably jumped off by now. I'm sure, but no way. you know what? This is our podcast. So <laughs> if we've said things you don't like. Sorry, but it's important, right? <laughs> this is only, we're not even a half hour in. I, there's no, sometimes we haven't even gotten to the finance topic. That's right true. <laughs> Speaking of finance, uh-huh. let's say some finance things that we're thankful okay. for. Okay. Let's lighten like it up that. a little yep. uh, and let's just go down some stuff we're thankful for. Caleb, what's something financial that you are grateful for? Well, you know, like I said before, we've learned a lot while doing this podcast. Things that we knew, but we were forced to research a little bit more to make sure that we don't <laughs> show our butt crack on the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have uh, irrefutable proof that we don't know what we're talking about. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Health savings accounts. Yes. Yeah. The uh, what did, did we call it? The the two and a half times whammy. Not quite yeah. a triple whammy. It's a triple whammy, yeah, man. Pretty close. It's a lot more whammies than you'll get anywhere else. Uh, so I, I'm I'm thankful for health savings accounts. That's a good one. That's a <laughs> what really about good you? One. That was mind bottling when we. When <laughs> When we discovered the health savings account. Um, he knows he said mind-bottling, just so you <laughs> out there you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, you seem to be getting frustrated that I said <laughs> mind-bottling. And I specifically remember <laughs> reading about the correct way to say that. I, I feel like you're stalling. What are you thankful for? <laughs> you got me. I'm thankful for compound interest. I know yeah, we talked yeah. about it recently, but it's awesome and it's great and you should be utilizing it. I'm thankful that that's actually a thing because it makes uh, amassing some wealth for yourself possible uh, and not not like a uh, a dream, 
you can actually do it. Yeah. And and there's an equation even that proves that you can do it. So I'm thankful for compound And interest. T is in that equation. I remember that. And it's very important in that equation. Yes. Time. T. T. Yes, T. Yeah, okay. And two for time. <laughs> T for two. And two. There's no two actually in the equation. Caleb, what else are you thankful for? <laughs> All right, you done? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to look at our episodes here. So let's see. The Roth IRA. Well, I love the Roth IRA. Absolutely the Roth IRA. (laughs) Oh, you stole mine. I was going to say I was thankful. (laughs) You whispered it. I was grateful for the Roth IRA. It is an awesome way of saving money. Uh, tax deferred for a really long time. We have a whole episode on it. Actually, uh, we're going to talk about it some more in the future about strategies for using it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, if you don't know about it, Google it. You need to learn more about Roth IRAs because it's something in finance that I am exceptionally grateful for. We talk about it a lot in our planning appointments. Absolutely. A it's lot. the first place we go, usually. Okay. So since I robbed you of yours... Uh, yeah, you have to go again. What's an- oh, I get to go again. Yeah, yeah. It's Caleb, tell me something financial that you're grateful for. Yeah, so... Uh Insurance. I know that we're. I know that we're usually not the the biggest friends of uh, the insurance business, but things like disability insurance and you know term life insurance and and risk management things. Yeah, because you never know what might happen. You know what? You could throw emergency funds into that category. Sure, it's basically a form of insurance, as we've talked about it before. Self insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, while we're not necessarily the the best friends of the insurance world out there, we are proponents of using insurance appropriately. So yeah, I guess in in that regard, all yeah. types of insurance. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a it is a wonderful thing to have when you need it, and there are some places where you're gonna need it. You need health insurance. You need home, homeowners insurance. You need auto owners insurance. You need long term disability insurance. You may need long term care insurance. There's a lot of places where you're going to be really grateful that you had that. And I'm grateful those things exist. Yeah. Because they can they can defer some risk for you. Okay, so you get to go again. Go go again with what? What were we doing? Things that you're thankful for. Uh, thankful? What do you mean by thankful? Mm, again, you're stalling. I am. I can't think of anything right now. Caleb, financially, I am grateful for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm thankful for low cost investment options. Okay, I am thankful for index funds. I'm thankful for the onset of exchange traded funds. Uh I'm thankful for the way the internet proliferates these to us. That lots of people have access. Oh, that's another one. Maybe anyway, I'm going to bundle this all together. Okay, I'm thankful for the internet and its relationship with investing because now we have low cost funds. We've got research all over the place. We've got a lot more access and transparency for how to invest. So normal people can now check stuff out and invest a lot like a professional investor would have 30 years ago. Yeah. So all those things paired with a competent financial planner, that's a dangerous combo, right? Well, I know like good, it's probably not, it's not dangerous. It's like dangerous helpful. in a good way. Oh, like, like good when, dangerous. Like, like when the East Coast guys say wicked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Cause wicked exactly. is actually bad uh, evil. Yeah. Um, but they mean it like awesome. <laughs> You meant it for awesome. And, uh, wait, uh, how's that go again? Uh, what, what he meant for evil. 
No, I, I'm I'm not quoting the Bible. I'm quoting the <laughs> paraphrase, the 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 screw up of the Bible. It was uh, from Homestar Runner. Oh yeah, when Strong Bad said, Do you "Using use your powers, powers for, for good awesome, or for good awesome." Or awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have superpowers. Do you use them for good <laughs> or for awesome? <laughs> Uh, it is the Big Timmy episode, and he loves him some Homestar Runner. Yeah, he's got uh, little figurines up uh, yeah. around his computer of Homestar Runner. Also, everyone, if you have never heard of Homestar Runner, you are obviously not the same age as us. <laughs> but if you have, there was a window. <laughs> go ahead and go to www.homestarrunner.com and enjoy some flash cartoon uh, greatness. Yeah. Hey, another thing uh, I'm thankful for that we talked about really not long ago at all uh, is uh, some of the preferential i guess from a tax standpoint some of the loopholes for charitable giving yes so we're talking about gratitude and you're, being you're thankful. grateful for being grateful grateful for the ability to do that yes yeah and and actually from a tax perspective have it work out in your favor yeah it's nice to be rewarded for doing the right thing yeah isn't it yeah and it's it's kind of interesting that our tax code uh is still Still for that. For now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Uh, no, I'm not thankful for okay. anything else. So this is, <laughs> this is a good time to, <laughs> to transition over to the next segment of our show. We haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Questions. Straight up. Yeah, so Jason, we actually have a couple of these, and one comes from Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. And and this is in relation to the Order of Savings episode. He asks, where do you fit in home improvements and keep up or upkeep in the Order of Savings? So Jason, where would you put home improvements and maintenance upkeep in the Order of Savings? That's a good one because we're talking really about cash flow mm-hmm. when we're talking about home improvement. Unless you have a specific thing, like you're doing, I, I want to build a garage. A Pacific or, thing. Yes, one Pacific thing. <laughs> like sometimes when you're at home with your nuclear family, <laughs> picking str- strawberries. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just kidding. Just go down to the library and check out this book <laughs> on where to factor this in. <laughs> I believe uh, the short answer to the uh, the question would be, I put that in the sinking fund. Yes, it's category. sinking funds. So the problem with with cash flowing home improvements, which is something I'm doing, is is it's not a step in the in the order of savings. Really, what we're trying to do is ideally, I would have it after you're saving 15 percent of your income for retirement, after you're out of debt. So that that's whatever step that I don't remember what step that was, but. That's I don't know. I we would, haven't patented any of no, our own I should yet. really do. I should get, get Dave Ramsey on this and, and patent <laughs> some of my personal finance poopery. Um, but I, I would I would do it after you're saving for retirement. That is the best place to do it. If it's going to be a large project, I think establish a sinking fund for that. And I would do that after you've saved the 15% of your income for retirement. Now, let's talk about the roof needs replaced in five years. And we know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe you're not saving 15%, but you probably should be establishing a sinking fund for something. Yeah, like you're going to need to pay for that roof. And and you know, I would I would be advocating being frugal almost all of the time and and balancing, you know, your time and energy and all of that. If you're not to the place where you're totally debt-free, you're not to the place where you're saving the 15% baseline for retirement, trying to do that as cheap as possible, get people from your church to replace your roof. They'll do it if you ask, <laughs> even if you don't ask. Just this uh, once. <laughs> I'm never going to ask anyone again. I'm in, I'm in a lot of people's debt. It was a fun day, though. Yeah. 
<laughs> but that's that's kind of the, where that is. Uh, that's in the sinking fund step, though. You're right, Caleb. Otherwise, it could be in the cash flow phase of that money that we usually waste mm-hmm. and just throwing it towards home improvements as you go. So the answer is part of its budget, part of its sinking fund. Well, those things do go together. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Thanks hopefully, for the question, Steve. Yeah, hopefully that helps. We have another one, actually, this one from a new member of the Speakeasy. And remind me to get back to new oh, members I will. on the I will. Speakeasy. We'll do that. That'll be in the... Do we have a name for that? I don't know. Thankful for people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jay uh, on the Speakeasy says, okay, so I'm 58. I'm not rich. I'll be with Coca-Cola for 10 years next August. My question is, let's say I retire at 59 and a half. Is that a good thing or not? I don't know. <laughs> need more information yeah. is the answer to that. That's D. I need more information. Not enough information to answer. I love the idea of early retirement. Absolutely. And I would consider 59 and a half, even though that's the age for penalty-free withdrawals for most accounts. Um, that's probably early retirement. I think it's earlier than most. Yeah, for sure. Here's some things to consider. Um, you know, I think you got to look at debt. I think you got to look at your health insurance. Uh, income guarantees like mm-hmm. social security, pension, and things like that. Jason, this is sounding a lot like an episode that we did. Yeah. Uh, five things you must do before yes. you retire. Yeah. It was mojitos. It was a right? retirement rum time, the yes, mojito episode. Yes, retirement rum time. Rumtirement. Hey, Jay, if you're listening, hopefully you've been able to make it through all of our uh, sappiness and thankful <laughs> talk. That's a great place to go if you're thinking about retiring at 59 and a half. If you can do it, awesome. Make sure you check out five things that you must do before yeah, it, you retire. Though. It really is all dependent on what your expenses are going to be and how long you're going to live mm-hmm. and how much money you have now. Yeah. And, and there's no there's no shortcuts, right? We've talked oh. about this. Investment advice isn't going to get you there if you haven't done these other things, if, if you haven't got control of debt and you know income sources and health insurance is lined up. That's a big one because mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to go find that. It's a big expense. Definitely. So unfortunately, we don't have any shortcuts. Go check that one out. I don't have a hot stock tip for that one. If we um, did... Boy, we'd be doing good. Yeah, real good. (laughs) So, yeah, but thanks for the question. Uh, That was a, I'm telling you, from the time he was approved in the speakeasy, there was a question. So we appreciate that. Speaking of the speakeasy, did I just say that? Yeah, you said speaking of the speakeasy. Is anything going on in the speakeasy, Jason? (laughs) Why, yes, there is, Caleb. We've got all sorts of new members. I think that Lawrence Pritchard may be active on the uh, invite button. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of moonshiners joining <laughs> the podcast, Speakeasy. We've done one moonshine episode. It's carrying us with the moonshiners, yeah. I think. And we've maybe said this once before. It's probably time to do another one. We should do another one. And should it just be about Bitcoin again? Because everybody uh, wants to know about Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin. we can go somewhere else. Actually, I think having Lawrence on as part of a small business small batch would be great. But Lawrence said something about stopping by with a couple of new whiskeys that he's working on. Also, I think they've got some sipping creams. Sipping um, creams? I know. It sounds delicious, right? Uh, maybe we can get them on the show to try some stuff out. We should. In know. the meantime, everyone, check out Flat Rock Distillery. Napoleon, Ohio. In Napoleon, Ohio. Go there. Buy their moonshine. He's a good friend of the show. Yep. And obviously, I, I don't know. I, this is probably a large percentage of these people, <laughs> but I'm about to welcome to the speakeasy some new members LaDonna Warwick, Missy Kay, Christopher Lewis, Jimbo Bray, J.B. Shine, Shadow Little, Anthony Williams, Michael Lynn Fannin, Jason Wade Harrell Sr., Jim Parker, Jennifer Zamora, Nikki Rushing, Brooke Hall, A.J. Riffis, or Riffichi, Amanda Mary, Jason Brandy Holden, Steve Barker, Jessica Reed, 
Is it Reed or Red? Red. <laughs> Jessica Red. I don't know. I'm asking. Red. It's- Jessica, let us know how to pronounce your name. Please do. <laughs> Thank you, new members, for joining the Speakeasy. That is a quite the influx. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Good week for the Speakeasy. I, I'd say that's like a 10% increase in membership almost. Yeah. So, folks, if you're in the Speakeasy, we love seeing your financial questions. Mm-hmm. Bring them in. We will definitely talk about this on the show. Definitely. Um, even if they're not real, just you know, just make up a finance question. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like them to be real. <laughs> anyway, so Jason, uh, this was a little bit different episode than what we normally do, but I think necessary. Let's slow down, take some time to uh, think about Thanksgiving and what we have to be thankful for. Hopefully have some time off of work and you can reflect on these things. And like I've been saying to everybody over the past past week or so, don't I be afraid. You. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I love you. We say that now. Uh, I've said that to a lot of folks and caught a few of them off guard. <laughs> pretty, pretty off guard, actually. But uh, no, you know what? Here's my, this is my best advice for the week. Don't be afraid to hug your friends and tell them you love them. Yeah, that's a great call to action, Caleb. Yeah. Hug your friends. Hug if, your family. If they're weirded out by it, maybe they're not good friends after <laughs> Tell all. them I you love know. them. And then maybe they'll look at you like my dad and say, we love you guys too. <laughs> He just won't say it. I love you, Dad. (laughs) We love you, Tim. (laughs) I know you're listening. (laughs) Jason, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to try to do the same thing. Thanks for having a drink with us this week. It is time to close out the tab. If you have a question or a topic you want addressed on the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast, be sure to email us at speakeasy at oldfashionedfinance.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date with the latest action by following us on Facebook and Instagram. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's bluejfg.com and produced by Pottery Studios. We've been your hosts, Jason and Caleb. Cheers. Cheers. I love you. I love you too. <laughs>